International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag International Podcast Day to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. I got got notes. Hello. Hi. Are you guys ready to start? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were actually talking about our notes. Oh, nice. I'm over-prepared so much. This is a note episode. This is an episode that required some notes. <laughs> There's just a lot of news, but uh, let's uh, let's just start right away. Uh, hello and welcome to Next to Nothing. I am... I'm sorry. Let me restart. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. I am your host, Danny Kay. Um, with me, as always, Renditions. How you doing, Ren? Hi. Hi, I'm Ren. I hope you guys are wonderful. I hope you guys are amazing. Hello. Uh, and with us, our special guest, Elliot Argues, who I'll be referring to as Elliot. How you doing, That's Elliot? Good. good. I'm not wearing any pants because I turned off my air because it's hot in here. <laughs> but you can't tell. But now that you know, I want you to imagine I am sitting oh, here with my pants on. Thank you. Hold on. Let's. And if it makes you feel any better, I'm also not wearing pants. No sh- <laughs> Pants I'm Brothers. Oh, I mean, I am wearing <laughs> shorts. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, definitely just not a shirt and headphones. Yeah, I'm not allowed to stand up. <laughs> Standing Good. up for you is uh, uh, against. Fucking uh... away. <laughs> We're getting invited back again. I was. Let me just have uh, paint a further mental picture here. Um, oh, boxers good. or briefs? Um, like jorts, you know, like boxer <laughs> shorts. Thing. Ah, uh, got it. Why not both? So, <laughs> Elliot, um, for the folks here who aren't um, familiar with your work, tell the kind people uh, what you do and where people can find all that stuff. Uh, I got into podcasting in February. And uh, it's become an addiction. It's one of those problems that I have, which I guess is better than gambling. I guess. I mean, I make probably about, about as much money as I would gambling. Uh, but I make, I do three podcasts now. Uh, Tess and Elliot argue where my wife and I uh, talk about weird news stories that we found like robot pole dancers debut at French nightclub. I know that's one of our stories we had a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm on Budget Arcade with uh, Jeff who was on a couple weeks ago. It's like a month ago now, right? Uh, we review free-to-play games every week. This week, we're getting ready to play Mario Super Mario Kart Tour. just comes out, I think, tomorrow or the next day. Uh, and then I'm on Walpole, which is a World of Warcraft classic podcast. And I have some notes on that one, because I, I asked my, my co-host uh, to give me, what does, what does Walpole mean to you? He says, if you're shitty at the, world, the game World of Warcraft, and you want to hear people who are also shitty at the game, stop by. <laughs> my other my other co-host says two married men and one virgin talk about world of warcraft so there you go <laughs> i'll let you guess which one is i was gonna say are we gonna are we gonna have to guess <laughs> yeah that's part of the fun of course so. uh oh man oh, awesome uh links to all those shows will be uh in the description of this episode if you are on the vod and listening um via spotify and all those wonderful platforms um so 
it's actually it's really nice because you're talking about you being addicted to podcasts and you do so many um it kind of uh serendipity that you join us um on the last show before international podcasting day which is on september 30th so this is being recorded uh or it's live right now on um september 24th next monday is gonna be international podcasting so i thought it would be kind of nice to uh share some podcasts that aren't our own that people should go check out um for international podcast day do you guys do you want to start uh elliot or you want me to start sure i can start uh i chose the memory palace uh this is one i just found a couple of weeks ago um the cool thing about memory palace is episodes are like between five and 12 minutes long so they're pretty short and what the guy does is he takes some history event um, and kind of puts his own spin on it um and the nice thing is you can listen to any episode in any order because none of them like carry over uh stuff about like pt barnum which is pretty interesting or like um the world's first like realistic elevator uh, the one that i am referencing I-, I suggest listening to is episode 47 it's called the rise and fall of rising and falling uh and it's about a dude who um knew that the stock exchange was going to crash and so he tried to warn people to um you know cash out cash out and um no one listened to him he made a fortune no one else did and so like that's the story on the basis but really it's about a guy who uh, when he was a kid his sister drowned in a lake and died and it's really about like how his sister dying made him the man he is today in a really weird way um so it's stuff like that so it's all kinds of random stuff really great podcast probably the best podcast i've ever listened to um, and it's only like 10 minutes long so like you can learn stuff in 10 minutes which is you know it's like cheating almost yeah <laughs> it's actually um did you learn about this from radio lab now chance? here's how this worked i listened to it like a week before i heard it on radio lab <laughs> randomly and then literally the following week it's on radio lab and i'm like I'm not as smart now because now everyone else has heard it. But literally like the week before I literally discovered it. So I've been like binging it. I'm on like mm. episode 90. I think I started yeah. from the first one and the quality definitely improves, but they're just like phenomenal. Yeah. The one about like um, John Wilkes Booth's brother. That's such, it's such a crazy story mm-hmm. that like John Wilkes Booth's brother was this amazing actor who is then outshined by his brother who killed like Lincoln, and then you fast forward and like John Wilkes Booth's brother and Lincoln's son like meet randomly. It's hmm. just like a buck wild story. So it's all of them. They're all like that. There's not like a bad one to them. Like none of them are bad. It's super interesting. Now I've talked about this show that I'll never be on and ever hear of from again. But <laughs> Memory Palace, man, it, it changed my life. Not really, but kind of. <laughs> very good it's very good <laughs> i i can attest to that i i listened to the episode of radio lab where they had the guy come on and they played a few of his uh mm-hmm. episodes and they were i mean the writing is impeccable the sound yeah. design is awesome they I mean, it's one dude for the first like 50 episodes yeah. one dude man it's crazy um, i'm never that good at anything <laughs> you're right <laughs> that's that's a uh, production quality i wish i could master mm-hmm. um, oh for sure <clears throat> uh, the show I picked out uh, is from our friend AOB, uh, a former guest of the show. Um, he does a podcast called From the Shelf, where he and a uh, co-host, they go uh, 
they pick a game off their gaming shelf that they've already played before. They kind of share their memories and what it's like to replay the game. They also talk about the history of the game. Um, they've done uh, Kingdom Hearts, Pokemon Red. Um, they've done Bioshock. They've done all sorts of games. It's really awesome. And I think it's on um, most platforms, too. So definitely check hmm. that out. Uh, Ren, do you have a podcast you want to share? Yeah, so I... I'm not a big podcast guy, as most people actually do know. Um, but I, I didn't even really consider. Yeah, I didn't even really consider Critical Role as a podcast. But like, mm. if I was going mm. to consider a podcast, that would definitely be the one that I'd choose. For those who don't know, it's a uh, it's a bunch of voice actors playing D and D, and it's actually a lot of like it's really entertaining. At least for me personally, I ended up. It's been a while since I've watched it recently, but I ended up watching the entire first season, and that is like a massive ordeal to like go through but it was really good like i was really really shocked by the quality because i was expecting it to be like oh it's dnd it's probably not gonna be that entertaining whatever as somebody that doesn't really play dnd i was just like ah, eh, whatever it's fine oh, i know God. right i'm, I'm oh blown my God. <laughs> more you hear you talk the arms <laughs> how do you do it danny k how do you do it oh man <laughs> the cross you bear is a heavy one like it, it is and it just gets heavier every week. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, go check out those podcasts. Um, and then if you're into podcasting, uh, share a podcast with your friends. It's really easy. Like, just share one on Twitter. Use the hashtag International Podcast Day on September 30th. Um, just tell your friends about it. Or um, if you're on, like, Apple or Spotify um, and you hear something that, you know, you think – wow, this person would really appreciate this. You can actually copy a link uh, from those platforms and send it as a text, um, which is an awesome cool. way to be like, hey, I was, you know, I was listening to this. I was thinking of you. I think you'd really enjoy this. I think it's an awesome way to uh, connect with other people. Um, so, yeah, if there's anything else on that particular topic, you guys want to say it now or we'll just get right into uh, WoW Classic. You should listen to more podcasts expand your horizons <laughs> yes <laughs> although you did pick one five-hour podcast so i guess yeah. you get that <laughs> things are crazy long oh man awesome well uh we do have a game to talk about this week we haven't had anyone talk about this and i think elliot is uh specially uh prepared to talk about uh wow classic um so yeah, let's just get like right into WoW Classic. Uh, tell me a bit about um, like your experience with it so far and all your thoughts and feelings on it. Yeah, so WoW came out in 2014. No, it didn't. It came out in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, I'm like wow, that seems recent. Wow, that's really you know that's a lot that's of South Park episode. Like, yeah, that South Park episode was really predictive. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they're really ahead of their time. <laughs> um, it came out in 2004, and I started playing uh, regular WoW in 2006. Uh, my roommate had come home or had come back to school. Uh, my roommate Frankie is on the podcast with me, um, and he had tried to convince me to play this game, um, which is a game I wanted to play. And I just never got into because um, we had dial-up in my house still back then in 2004 yeah oh please don't Big judge goofers. me it's my parents it's my not me um but we went to college and we had high-speed internet you're like whoa i can download so many 
adult things um and play wow <laughs> mostly wow very quickly it became mostly wow actually um and like from then on i played most of the expansions you know i played a lot of burning crusade i played a lot of wrath of lich king a little bit of mist um i didn't touch uh Catacly i played a little bit of cataclysm didn't touch warlords because that was garbage um played the hell out of legion a couple of years ago which was like the best expansion since wrath of the lich king uh, and then Battle for Azeroth came out last year, about a year ago now. Um, and it is absolutely hot garbage. Um, it just, they took all the great things and just like, they twisted them like they do, but not in a good way this time. Like with Legion, they fixed all those problems that Warlords had. Um, so I played Battle for Azeroth for a little while, then I just stopped um, because I knew WoW Classic was coming back. Um, and I didn't play all I like I didn't level all the way to the cap when regular WoW came out because I, I started in like 2006 and then and then um, Burning Crusade came out. Um, but WoW Classic's been out. It'll be a month on the 26th. Um, and apparently it's been one of those things. That it just like has exploded um, during the primetime hours of WoW, which I don't know what they again. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I think it's like from eight to midnight or one, whatever that like time zone you're in is um the mm -hmm. servers have been either at full or high capacity so um i'm not the only one that's like fallen back into it it's it's gotten huge which is one of those things that uh, a couple years ago they were making fun of people saying you know you don't want this game but um wow classic has done a really good job of not having any hooks you know when you play the other wow expansions they, there's hooks to them you know you gotta mm. you gotta do your weekly keystone for your gear yeah. you got to do your raid for the week you got to do these stupid island expeditions in, in battle for Azure. they're just terrible they're just not fun it's just not fun right <laughs> yeah i do the grind to get flying it's just not fun but there's none of that in classic there's no hook there's nothing to say you have to come back and do this and that's like what's magical about it it's like it's a real mmo where legion battle for Azure have kind of taken that away there's no hooks, but I, I keep wanting to go back. I'm keep I keep playing two or three nights a week. So mm -hmm. you know, but there's there's been some issues since the game's come out. You know, they've had a lot of problems with people getting on. You know, I'm sure mm -hmm. you probably saw the first week, you know, they're five hour, six hour queues. Yeah. Know, which if I remember right, there was a queue for getting into the queue. Oh, dude. If I could recall I, correctly. <laughs> now here's the no this is how terrible I am. I made my <laughs> wife I called my wife to have her log me into the game as I'm driving home from work so that I could queue for the queue. I literally did that. Please don't judge me. If my wife is watching, I'm so sorry, Tess. I love you. You're my life. And I appreciate everything you do for me. Oh, but like, man. That's, but that was, so, yeah. I mean, what a good problem to have as a company, right? There's too many damn people wanting to play my game. Right. But they had that problem, so they keep adding new servers. Um they had some DDoS attacks a couple weekends ago that were pretty terrible that kind of kicked people off for a whole weekend, um, which is when I play mostly because, you know, adulting. Um, mm -hmm. They had they introduced this new thing called layering, um, where um, one of the problems that you had in, in regular WoW was you'd kill the mobs or whatever, and then they wouldn't respond quickly. Um, and mm -hmm. since servers now have three or four times as many people on them as they used to, they introduced layers so you could be on one layer and somebody else could be on another layer so you could all be like fighting the same kind of mobs and you don't see the people mm. um, but people are like exploiting that you know to get more gear quickly to reset bosses so there's definitely been oh, some so issues. it's like player instancing well so in a way yeah it, but like for a server 
So like a server right. might have like seven or eight layers to it. Yeah. And so people were like mm-hmm. exploiting that, which they just like handed out a bunch of bands for that month long bands and stuff. Um, there were some census add-ons that they created to try to like count who's playing and Blizzard stopped mm-hmm. that recently because they don't Blizzard doesn't want anyone to know who's playing and how many people. So um, it's definitely not regular old school WoW. It's definitely classic. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not World of Warcraft, but it's it's good classic. It's good. So um, I've had a lot of fun. I got to I think I'm at level 44, which is about the halfway mm-hmm. point. Um, 60 is the level cap, but you know as you level. It yeah. requires more experience. So I think 42 is like the halfway mark. So I'm about halfway through the level, the leveling process. But I mean, World of Warcraft Classic, it's about level. It's about the the journey. It's not about mm-hmm. the destination. So, um, but it's, I mean, it's everything that I wanted. It's, you know, my both my friends, we've had a blast. You know, it's that old school, no hooks RPG. It, you know, it's a regular RPG. So, so... You're saying like the no hooks thing, you know, makes it more magical. I mean, is it just feel more freeing? Is that the yeah? You know, if you want to get flying in 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 retail, is what they call it now. It's the lingo. Um, mm-hmm. You got to do all this stuff. It takes a month. You know, you got to log yeah. in every day. You got to do a handful of quests, and not that they're not ba- they're, they're bad or not fun. It's just it's monotonous. Yeah. You know? Which is crazy because when you think of WoW Classic, it's definitely monotonous. You're definitely grinding, but it's it's mm-hmm. like a fun process of grinding where you're like, oh, cool, you get flying, and then what? Now it's, you know, you have to level your uh, necklace, and that takes forever. There's just so many things mm-hmm. that you have to do just to be competitive, just to even raid um, on, like, a regular keel. It's terrible. Just not, yeah. It's just not fun, you know? Yeah, because that was one of the problems I actually had with Retail WoW. Because yeah. I played it a while back. I think I played it when Mists of Pandaria came out. And, that was uh, one of the first kind of weird expansion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was never really a big fan of, like... It, it really felt, for an open-world game, it felt oddly linear. That was, like, one of the weird, like, problems I had with it. Was, yeah. like... You're, you're totally right. When you're going for flying, you have to spend, like, day after day after oh, day... Crazy. Trying yeah. to get, like, any substantial means to actually get it. Yeah. And... I, I just found that ungodly frustrating oh, and dude, I've never played it? classic. Yeah. I, I have no experience with classic, but like that actually definitely sounds a lot better. <laughs> it's uh, like I said, it's, um, it's definitely work, right? I mean, you're mm-hmm. playing the game. It's definitely a, a trip, but um, it, it's a fun trip. It's fun to, it is way more fun to play with friends leveling than it is to yeah. run down in retail. I find. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. Because one of the big problems I found with retail as well is like after a certain amount of dungeons, you kind of just get over it. Yeah. At well, least that was for me personally. Because I went all the way up to like the max level at the time, yeah. and like half of it's just doing dungeons, and you're just like, I'm kind of done. <laughs> like I don't want to do this anymore. And they, they try to fix that with they introduce it's called keystones, and what that does mm-hmm. is you can it's just like Diablo keystones where you can raise the difficulty of the dungeon. Right. That adds to it, gives you better gear, but. There's mm-hmm. BFA, there's just so much randomization to it. Where you're just yeah. like hoping that dice rolls in your favor. Yeah. Um, where there's just none of, there's just not that. It's just not that in classic at all. You know what the best gear is, you know where to go get it, you know how to do it. And so you can aim mm-hmm. for those goals when you get there. So, yeah. Um, so I think the biggest question when it comes to WoW classic for me is I'm someone, I didn't even get past the demo. 
I, okay. I tried the demo of WoW, and I'm like, yeah, I can already tell this probably isn't going to be my thing. Um, and that was, I think, right around the time Legion came out. Okay. Um, is it worth me trying to trying to get into um, WoW Classic? You know, if you have a friend that you can play with, you'll have a blast. Even mm-hmm. learning together is a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Blizzard just reintroduced the refer a friend thing, which had mixed reviews, but... Um, I did that with a friend once, and that was your your scheduling time to play together. Um, and if you're not playing, you know you can get rested XP, so you earn more XP when you're playing the next time you log in. So you know if you're only playing once or twice a week, you can still you know kind of catch up a little bit there. Um, it's definitely fun with a friend. Um, mm-hmm. By yourself, it's it can get a little tedious. Um, but it's one of those games that I put on podcasts and just kind of play, you know, for a half hour, forty five minutes. And you can accomplish something, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so f- certainly for you, it's been worth the fifteen dollars a month. It's not an additional cost yeah. uh, to a regular yeah. subscription, correct? Right, um, right, right. Cool. So anything else on WoW Classic at all, guys? No, it'll be interesting to see if the servers stay populated after the next month. The first month is just now starting. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if the, they still still stay up or if people bail out. Cool. So, so is WoW Classic and WoW Retail essentially the same thing in the Blizzard like launcher? Yeah. Like, so there's like a you go you go onto the Blizzard launcher and you you click WoW and then you can click mm-hmm. WoW Retail or WoW Classic. So yeah. Okay. All right. Got it. So it's and even okay. and even Twitch integrated their they've changed their system now to add classic add-ons and uh, retail add-ons. So mm-hmm yeah all right because i was gonna say like for me personally i don't care in the slightest about wow retail i find it oh, extremely look. dull and boring that's personally just me the, but the thing like that kept me was my friend was friends like if you don't have friends yeah. it's, it's hard for sure yeah exactly and i was wondering if like you could actually get as a standalone but it doesn't seem like you can it seems like if you just get like if you want to play wow classic you kind of just have to get wow yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're getting a WoW subscription, which uh, yeah. yeah, I view it as I bought a WoW WoW Classic subscription, even though I've bought a retail. <laughs> you know, in my head, I allow that to mm-hmm. to fit. It evens out. Yeah, I can't <laughs> say it long enough, right? You believe anything? Yeah. Um. Cool. So that's WoW Classic. It's nice because this was you know WoW Classic was such a massive thing. It's nice to kind of get something Mm -hmm. a little Mm -hmm. bit out of it there was one question that i think does need to be addressed and i'm sure everyone who's listening who is a wow nerd uh has this burning question but elliot horde or alliance uh i in my younger years in my foolish childhood years i was a horde guy (sighs) Uh, but i've I've done alliance the last legion um battle four and in classic i'm doing alliance I just like the dwar- like the the dwarf hunter man with the bear. It's just so like classic to me. I love it. So, <laughs> oh man. So, um, anyone in the Twitch chat or watching the vod on uh, YouTube, or they can tweet angrily about his uh, arbitrary yeah, choice. Yeah, find me in Azeroth. <laughs> literature. My name is Literature. Yeah, that's right. Find me. <laughs> Find me. One v one him. Fear no one. I fear no one. Uh, let me pull out uh, the only MMO I have. Um, I have really played. I, 
except for ESO. One v one me in the wildy noobs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. All right, so we have some news stories to talk about, and I think one of the biggest ones, while not directly affecting any of us, has a lot of potential to affect uh, the gaming industry, especially over in Europe. Uh, and that mm. is um, Valve's uh, legal troubles in French courts. We will say, at least I will say, I am not a lawyer here in the US and I'm certainly not a lawyer in France. Um, I cannot even speak French, uh, so I cannot, com I cannot comment on the legality of choices, um, but I feel like we can speak freely about the ramifications of this precedent sent. Um, so what happened was a French consumer group called UFC Que Quesar. Yeah. Yeah. Say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't speak French. <laughs> um, uh, so they began a lawsuit several years ago, um, against valve for several clauses in their steam user agreement. Most notably one that states, um, that you don't own games that you purchase through stream, but you instead are subscribing to the games in your library. Uh, this means that users don't have the right to resell the games they buy on the platform. Um, so the District Court of Paris struck down the notion that Steam sells subscriptions, instead saying that Steam sells game licenses and that users have a right to resell the license. Um, the article that we shared in Discord, um, in our Discord chat uh, this earlier this week, um, didn't actually say what the court said, but a Polygon article said um, that because the games are sold in perpetuity, uh, meaning that it's like a one-time purchase, it's not, and it's not a recurring charge, uh, essentially makes it not a subscription. Because you buy it once and you have it, it is mm -hmm. not a subscription. Because uh, I was trying to figure out like what because that's the obvious answer, but I would probably yeah. seem like a dick if I asserted that and was then wrong. So I wanted to mm -hmm. make sure that was clear. That yeah. Um, some other things that the court uh, also said was uh, Steam could not hold on to wallet funds when players leave the platform. Um, mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's legit yeah. crazy. That one's really... Yeah. Fun. That, and that leaves that's actually fairly common in a lot of things though as well yeah. like mm -hmm. unfortunately granted i don't like it don't get me wrong but like it's right. fairly common in a lot of certain like particular things steam is definitely not the only one still hate it though yeah, <laughs> yeah for still sure absolutely which, love it which leaves some massive implications that we can talk about later um as mm -hmm. well because uh, that gets uh in that's related to uh some of our favorite topics here on the podcast um they also said that the they took issue with uh unclear moderation policies and also that they were not accepting responsibility uh if users computers were damaged or harmed by or software hacked, right on the platform yeah i mean yeah. damaged or harmed by software on the platform was That's crazy a thing um, of course, Valve is expected to appeal, but if the court ruling is upheld, this precedent will have massive implications for Valve, Steam, and basically anyone else uh, doing business uh, in the EU. Um, and that'll obviously affect companies or uh, countries like Germany, Belgium, possibly the UK if they ever figure well. out what they're doing. Um, mm -hmm. 
so yeah i mean that's the story i think uh we can kind of i we can kind of just go about the reselling what i mean what do you guys think of the well let me let me ask you this is there a difference between physical media and digital media is there a difference between ter- buying a game at GameStop and then reselling it or buying a game on Steam and reselling it? I, I think th- I think the matter is like the way that you can distribute it. Like, I think right? that's really it, because in, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't inherently sound wrong. Like, I don't really have an issue with any of it. It's like, yeah, technically you own the game. You have the license and that's like, OK, fine. And like at pretty much every point, it's like okay, I agree. I feel like there's a lot more that goes into that, though. Personally, it's like when it comes to reselling a game that's like a digital game, like what's just stop? Like right? what? What's the terms? What? What's the terms there? Well, because like I can play the game, I can finish it, like I could with a physical game, and then just sell it. Like, well, yeah, right. Well, I mean, but also if you think about when you sell a digi- or a physical game. Mm-hmm. That that physical game deteriorates over time, yeah, right? Exactly. You know, the digital code doesn't deteriorate over time. Yeah. You know, so uh, they seem to be two different things. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I think I don't know. I well, no, I completely agree. Like, I I don't say say I play a game that just came. Like, say I bought Borderlands three, and like, did you I buy Borderlands three? I didn't listen. I did. It's week. amazing. I did. I, I, it's joking. phenomenal. I, I saw but... it. I listened. You. <laughs> anyway, anyway, say I bought it, I beat it, and then I decide to sell it off. Like not even that much, like farther off than release date, right? Like what, mm-hmm. what happens there? And essentially, like that heavily affects like the marketing of, like the entire Gearbox like industry because look, everybody's got to be doing that. I'm not going to be the only one that's doing that. You're talking about Gearbox. They're a big company relatively speaking. Think about mm-hmm. somebody who made like Cadence of Hyrule. That game yeah. came out on Switch and it's only digital. Yeah. You can't even there's no physical copy even of even if you wanted to. What about mm-hmm. that dude? Like indie yeah. developers here have to be kind of pissing their pants right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have and, I mean that's I not even be... like including piracy. Because what's yeah. stopping somebody from just like downloading the files and then well, then after downloading the files, then selling it? Well, I don't know if it like, was the article that you linked in the Discord, um, but there was a company that was trying to do that with um, Apple Music, where they were trying to like delete it from a person's computer and give it to another person, which I think mm-hmm. is just like kind of a crazy concept. Yeah. Overall, like, do you really? Is it really gone from that guy's computer right. to the other yeah. person? That's weird yeah because yeah. yeah the difference being you know that's just reselling programs the software i mean it, it's an exact copy there's no it's not lossless yeah. that's something yeah. weird and this is not the first time we've ever really heard about this and i was actually as i was saying this it reminded me of an article i read where bruce willis was going to sue apple because he wanted to that sounds like such a Bruce Willis thing. He was he wanted to leave his <laughs> iTunes music collection to his daughters. Now he didn't. This was back in 2012, uh, and he didn't mm-hmm. actually go through with it. Um, I think still his, alive, Bruce Willis. <laughs> you can be Not the hero. You can be the hero <laughs> yeah. we need. No, he is definitely the villain of this. <laughs> Get at me, Bruce Willis. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Um. 
so this is not like a new idea and obviously just by the fact that i remembered about that article from 2012 um it, it's a, it's an interesting and like difficult concept to kind of wrestle with because first off i actually i am kind of happy that they're like oh yeah no you're not actually selling subscriptions you are just selling licenses mm-hmm. yeah what needs to be looked at now like you guys said is well they're yeah. really just i mean it's copy paste and mm-hmm. my my fear is actually some sort of DRM um, that would mm-hmm. have to like be left on your computer until you yeah. buy a whatever, license. Whatever again. DRM they have to use has to be really, really effective, like yeah. extremely so to the point Almost where it's like that technology doesn't exist effective, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's got to be really, really, really pervasive. And that part personally, like, scares me a little bit because it's like, I don't at that point, I'd rather just not deal with it. Like, I'd rather actually do the subscription. (laughs) Right. Well, let me ask you this. Let's say let's say this happened, right? Mm -hmm. You can buy and sell. Are you only buying digital games now? Are you still buying physical media? Because for the majority of times, I I actually just digital. Yeah, I purchased yeah. it for yeah. the majority anyway. It's got to be too. a really like special case if I buy a physical copy. What's the last physical game you bought? I bought I bought old or Xbox 360 oh. games. Oh, okay. Like yeah. old but you have to, the games. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think like in theory it sounds good, but like it's so surface level in my opinion. Like I feel like it's yeah. very much just like, oh, you own it therefore you can do whatever you want with it and it's like kind of sort of like if it was literally if it was any physical object i would 100 percent agree but yeah. like the yeah, fact that i could easily just doesn't. copy it and then give it to somebody else yeah <laughs> like what, what's stopping me from reselling it for like 10 cents to a friend like what what realistically is just stopping me from doing that or one dude buying a game and giving it to everybody else right exactly do you remember yeah. i don't know if you guys remember if you're old enough, but original halo when the map packs came out they were you could buy them mm-hmm. on disc right and yep. we all had we we all went in and bought one disc and we put on all the xboxes one we bought one copy of the map pack <laughs> you know and high school me didn't think anything <laughs> of it i mean i'm sure microsoft is okay they're probably not hurting because i didn't buy the dlc map packs on disc mm-hmm. but like that's what that is that's exactly what we're talking about in a way you know yeah thank like, yeah. you buy this game you buy that game and then we'll switch after a few months well yeah and then there's always the uh go to game stop buy the game <laughs> of the year edition of we'll just say fallout new vegas uh download the game and all the dlc to your um to your device return that and go get the regular uh disc of fallout new vegas for oh like God, 20 bucks cheaper. That. yeah Crazy. um Right. I mean, that's that's a big problem, too. It's like, so, yeah, it's just a very strange notion. I think the DRM possibilities here, uh, the pervasiveness of DRM is uh, that gives me icky feelings um, that to, to this opens up a lot of potential for for piracy and then the combat. The piracy is. Mm, I think I we're like going to see a big boost in subscription based services like. Yeah. Google's and <laughs> iTunes, and not to like spoiler for future yeah. events that we're talking. But I think that's exactly what we're gonna see. 
But yeah, right? no, I, I honestly totally kind agree. Of weird thing like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, look, and we're already we're, we're already moving towards that like already like you plays doing it ea has been doing it for a while i am almost certain that at this like if that actually goes through steam's gonna be like we need oh we need a subscription system do, do you think <laughs> we have microsoft have and sony and gamestop are like funneling money to like <laughs> valve to be like hey we really don't want this to pass either here's like Hire some right. really good attorneys because we cannot let this <laughs> yeah. happen. Oh man, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, those are that's a situation. It's like how much how much they want to be um, involved. My chair is apparently just sinking uh, very slowly here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd actually be kind of interested to see where a lot of Valve's funds are coming from on this it's not like oh, valve probably couldn't afford really nice lawyers right. being the largest distributor of games in the world um but but you know sony and microsoft even nintendo were like damn yeah we gotta do something about this yeah or this i think really right us in the butt i think the closest time where it was ever kind of like that to a degree they actually removed it from steam was when you were able to actually buy like gift copies in a sense and you could just yeah. hold them in your library yeah. i actually thought that was really cool so like I being able that. to do that no. would be definitely be neat, but like I don't think you should be able to like just straight up yeah. sell them at a cost. Like I feel I don't know. I I liked the trading system where you could actually trade game for game or whatever. And I understand that there were a lot of flaws with it, especially with like CS:GO and TF2 hats for games and shit like that. Yeah. Hell, I got what was it? Rust. I I got yeah. Rust for a hat. Yeah. In TF2, <laughs> yeah. and like I think I got Daisy also. And I was like, wow, that was awesome. As a kid, I was like, that's that's great. That's so cool that I can mm -hmm. play a game and get stuff. But, like, I don't know. As a teenager, like, as a kid, I probably would have been so into the idea of, like, yeah, make it, like, everybody can, like, do whatever the fuck they want yeah. with their games. But, like, <laughs> now I'm just like, that's not realistic. Let's well, be real even... here. That's how you crash an economy. Well, we're not even hitting on the whole being able to cash out your money from the gambling on skins. Yeah, dude, you that's a whole other thing. You were reading that's my crazy. mind. Yeah, that is literally that's legit. Like, well, that's yeah. some like FanDuel shit right there, man. Well, here's yeah. the thing that I mean, because in a lot of these countries, the whole debate hinges on the definition of gambling being a cash in, cash out system, man. right? That's like mm -hmm. the UK. Uh, we talked about yeah. that a couple weeks ago, that that's the whole thing with like the UK and why like a lot of these companies aren't getting dinged for being, you know, casinos mm -hmm. or running casino like environments or illegal casinos or whatever. And mm -hmm. uh, I think I said it uh, maybe last week or the week before, you know, for the most part, when it comes to loot boxes, we could talk until we're blue in the face on oh whether something God. is gambling. But we have like... on budget arcade. Trust me, <laughs> yeah. it is a thing yeah. we've legit almost gone to fisticuffs i think a couple of times yeah uh, in um but if this passes or if this president is upheld and it's like yeah, yeah. no you actually have to let people you know take money out of your system you know if they have yeah. three dollars fifty cents on their steam wallet they can be able to trans they should be able to transfer that out if that's mm -hmm. the case then, then there that is definitively is gambling like yeah. the, at that point yeah. there really right. is no how i don't know how you say there. it's not oh at that yeah. point right yeah that's a hard argument be like nah just, just kids have fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> betting on skins 
Um, oh, man. I mean, what do you... So, I guess I didn't realize that the other problems that they raised here, the... I guess I knew about the unclear moderation policies. Um, mm -hmm. That, to me, isn't, like, a... Big as big thing. of an issue but like the responsibility for like damage and harmed computers that's crazy yeah. too um yeah. i guess i didn't realize this was a thing was i mean was it just like spyware shoveled into dot exes and stuff yeah, or which again there's, there's a lot into... of shovelware on steam like i granted they've they've made a significant like push recently to really like try to limit that because it was like, terrible for, yeah, but for a while, it was a vast amount of shovelware. And, like, with shovelware, I, it's safe to assume that Steam doesn't have any realistic QA for games that they don't own. Like, there, there's no... I can't expect them to be all like, oh, oh we're going to quality assure this 50-cent game. Mm, like, yeah. every, like, 10,000 50-cent game. I can't believe that's realistic. But, yeah. like... I don't know. I I am certain that there was like some really garbage stuff out there that really was affecting computers. Like there's really no I I can't yeah. I can't think of that not being a situation. Yeah, um I agree. I, I just know. can't think of anything oh. that was like super high profile that and I mean when I saw that, I don't think any I saw anything in the articles that linked off to be like for more about this, well, go check out this oh, article. Yeah. I don't I nothing came to top of my, my mind. I'm sure I, there has been like this, I think this yeah. keylogger or something is really just like they're trying to be like covering in their bases. Oh, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. maybe. I, I, I haven't heard anything big of it. Either. Maybe it's more of a this is kind of a weird way to cover your base for when this does yeah. happen. Like, oh, mm -hmm. hey, we had this clause. I don't know. I, I think like a good example or like the best example I can think of. And it's not even exactly an example. But like when you think about Ring of Elysium and like the a lot of like backlash oh, that it got yeah. for mm. supposed key logging and stuff like that, like all, all of that alleged shit, like there should be definitive proof that's actually out there from Steve. Like as a consumer, yeah. you should feel safe on that platform. Like, mm. that, that's one of the big things that, like, I believe that they're going for. And while that makes sense, like, I don't know how you're going to, like, prove that yeah. without, like, having some crazy... Again, it's it's got to be crazy DRM and, like, an absolute, like, crazy quality assurance to really be able to monitor everything on Steam. Like, that's one of the big things that, like... I Even when you think about things that aren't even, like, related to video games like youtube for example there's yeah. no like there's no way that like youtube can quality assure every single video to like make sure that there's not like any like weirdos well, you know that, what i mean that's facebook has facebook is less than youtube and they struggle right like they're exactly problem with that that's yeah facebook that's like 40 year old women with a bunch of cats <laughs> it's okay i got two cats it's fine <laughs> hello i i feel like in theory honestly in theory with literally every single thing that they said like in their in their thing with like being able to cash out being able to like have better moderation policies everything like that it all makes sense but like it's all it's all surface level like there's no realist i can't imagine a world where any of that really comes true <laughs> <laughs> i really can't yeah well maybe that's just me but yeah and there's a know. there's a certain i think there has to be a certain level of reasonable expectations of mm -hmm. can't do they have the technology to enforce these things or to pivot right, these no. things or 
and that is highly debatable it's yeah. and especially with the snail's pace that valve works uh because uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah because my three is coming come on, come on. <laughs> one day one yeah. year one sure. decade yeah, I mean, they, they certainly do fix things real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. At least they, uh, at least I will say they fix things faster than Epic Games. Oh. Oof. <laughs> oof. Um, so any other much. any other questions on, or any thoughts on this? Uh, you think this gets overturned? I don't, I, I think it does get overturned. I don't think this stick. No I way. hope it does, because like. I, I do, but eh, I just can't imagine it just can't yeah. imagine valve not doing everything in their power to prevent this from actually taking place yeah it, it just seems like one of those things where like a government is like oh this is obviously the good thing and then like anybody that really puts any amount of like look into it is gonna be like wait a minute this is horrible wait hold on <laughs> wait that's really bad i mean if this passes it rewrites the industry exactly it rewrites the entire industry yeah it's the yeah GameStop is gone. I mean, they're already kind of gone, but like, <laughs> how are they not really gone at that point? Yeah. I can't imagine this hat. I guess I just, I can't imagine that's such a big change. I can't imagine it actually happening. Right. I'd be I, cool yeah, with it. Exactly. I'm, I'm fine with it, but. Um, mm. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see what the appeals do. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how the French system works. And I don't know if the EU then gets involved too. Right, because of like they they have to, right? I would think you would think that like in terms but. of business, international business, that if something like gets appealed up path, you know, up, and then maybe there's like an EU court. I don't know. That's a yeah, question oh, for. Let's, ooh, we're getting far. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's three a... Americans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Explain how Brexit works. Stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. So that's yeah. the uh, as a as three yeah. Americans who don't live in the eu and yeah. i certainly do not know how the eu three really neckbeards tell you how the <laughs> <laughs> more after all right like listen i have some <laughs> listen i have some real opinions on brexit here we go boys <laughs> um, yeah oh god did you guys hear about google play pass i wanted to get yeah. off that topic real quick so that's my uh segue <laughs> it's probably for the best <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, so yeah, did you guys uh, really see much else about this Google Play Pass other than what I sent you yesterday? Because did it... I tried to Google the games on the pass and like see mm -hmm. what was decent? I have four games that I came up with that I was like, oh, well, that's a good game. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't actually look at it all that well. Much, let like me spoiler list. alert: not very good list. <laughs> yeah, I kind of imagine. <laughs> let me let me yeah, say you looking like at three hundred. Oh. But the Apple <laughs> one's got exclusives. That exit the gungeon. I want to play that game, man. That that's fair. Now, the, <laughs> I don't know. And there's a um, there's a um, SquareSoft game or a Square Enix game. There's a Square Enix game coming to Apple as well. Mm -hmm. So for those who haven't seen it, Google Play uh, has apparently retaliated against Apple Arcade. Strong um, word. Retaliated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else would you say this is? This is uh, this is like a you sound important. I don't know. <laughs> so they made their own app keyword their app 
subscription service called Google Play Pass. It is uh, $4.99 a month with a limited time offer of oh, $1.99 yeah. a month for twelve mo- for the first 12 months. Yeah. Um, and you can also get a 10-day free trial. Um, it apparently features 350 apps and games uh, that will be available. That's a word, apps. Uh, <laughs> uh, they will feature no ads or in-app purchases some of the games i saw that were included were monument valley stardew valley star wars knights of the old republic um terraria apparently some of the apps that are included are accuweather and facetune they're gonna AccuWeather. be right <laughs> oh man now i can know what the weather's like <laughs> it's like these dudes met in a basement last <laughs> night and we're like shit we done fucked up how do we not have our own thing what can we do all of the games are literally like you can play them anywhere now i gotta be honest though Seeing Stardew Valley, Terraria, and Knights of the Old Republic as, like, some of the titles is actually not that bad. Like, that's that's shockingly okay. They're good games. Like, oh. for $1.99 a month, granted, those, you're playing Those on. games, and I added oh, Death Square, but... I played it on my um, my Switch, were the only games I added. Mm-hmm. Limbo is on that list, too, I think. But yeah. all of those games you can play on a better system. Right. How much fun is Stardew Valley on a phone, do you think? <laughs> Let's sit and think about that yeah. for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Is that even yeah. playable? Oh, is it man. even playable? No way. Same with Knights of the Old Republic. I had that on my iPad. Yeah. Fun. That's like one of my favorite games ever, and I, I mm-hmm. couldn't even get off the, the stupid star base on my iPad before I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I honestly think that's like the biggest problem with these, like with these mobile game passes in the first place is because like mobile games are inherently supposed to just be like, what two buttons maybe, or like yeah. it's very slow paced to the point where like it's, it's like turn based. Like you can yeah. do turn based yeah, on yeah. a phone. There's no issue with that. Final Fantasy but tactics like, on the phone's fine. It's a lot of fun. actually. Yeah. But that's like, yeah. Name another game. Like you just, I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine yeah. that any of these games, like, transfer over. They're good titles, but, yeah. like, I don't get it. Like, unless if you're really, like, going out of your way to, like, get a controller for your phone. Who is at that point, for? I'm wondering is what you're doing. I would like to know. Like, so, who, are we, who are they trying to aim this towards? Like, kids whose parents don't realize what they're doing? That's a hundred percent how I feel about it. Here, uh, right? If you guys don't mind, I have like the the devices, oh, and then mm-hmm. like I I kind of drew some uh, comparisons to Apple Arcade that I think kind of can clear that up. So it yeah. is it's supposed to be compatible with uh, Android Mobile, Android okay. laptops. So I'm assuming Chromebooks. Um, yeah. 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 Tablet devices with Play Store version sixteen point six point two five. Um, and Android 4.4 and above. I didn't see Chromecast on there, but I'm assuming that you can Chromecast your tablet or your phone. Well, don't assume anything. Yeah. <laughs> never, you never know. True. You, you know what they say about assuming. Yes. Um, once. <laughs> so, but with like Apple Arcade, and there was actually a question that uh, I did see an answer to that uh, we had about 
Apple Arcade being on Apple TVs, because anyone who has seen an Apple TV knows that the controller is like this big with like yeah. the the interface mm-hmm. for it looks like the um, the trackpad for the original iPod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So not a lot of buttons on it, but you can actually connect that to a you can can you can use a uh, PlayStation or Xbox controller for the Apple Arcade. Um, I think I, I think this is a direct like we need to have something similar. What can we do to make this better? Um than AccuWeather. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's include apps. <laughs> Let's include apps. But and it's I'm, also like five app too, right? The the non game stuff right now is nothing, right? It's very Yeah. Yeah. Um nothing nothing substantial. Yeah. I I just saw this as kind of like a shitty attempt at just offering something for Android users. Google just kind of like freaked out. They're like, oh, shit, we didn't realize Apple was going to do something like that. We, you know, didn't read any of the rumors. Right. (laughs) Um, Completely honest. I feel like they're both shitty. I I really feel like they're both bad. Like they're both for unbelievably tiny niches. But it does seem like at least Apple is putting money into it. It mm-hmm. seems so. Maybe yeah. In five to ten years. <laughs> five to I ten don't, years. I don't, I don't. Um. Well, to me, this just seems like they're like we have to have. We just have to have something comparable as a selling point, yeah. so we don't lose Android users. Now you can. Man, but do you want the Android <laughs> user who's like, man, that Apple Play, that is gonna make me switch. Like, you don't want those fuckers like get lost like go over there anyway like you don't want your money peasant money oh, man. yeah i i don't know i mean the lack of exclusives and like it just seems kind of thoughtless to me i'm like i'm pretty indifferent in terms of like the mobile market like uh, i think i'd rather go unless this somehow leads into google stadia right That's... maybe mm-hmm at that point, mm-hmm. maybe something's got to yeah. do with that. I don't know. I, Which I think is still a kind of a gimmick anyway. But. Yeah, exactly. Well, I I had a whole thing about, here in my notes, about uh, one of these self-cannibalizing the other. It's like you have, oh, two ga- sure. you have two gaming subscriptions, one called Google Play Pass, the other called Google Stadia. Right? I mean, they unless both have your name on it. morph into one. Yeah, so, unless... Right? But then there's like the whole issue of like, yeah, can, like your consumers Why? get confused about that. Maybe I mean I could potentially see it. Uh, oh, it's a we we you, yeah, problem, right? Right? Ah, uh. you know, no, this is a different we. No, it's <laughs> you. Like, I'm, I'm one of those idiots that bought a Wii, so I don't have any room to complain. <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I I personally feel like they're for such tiny niches in general. Like, I don't understand the reasoning behind putting so much money behind it for Apple, like, specifically. I mean, I sort of get it, because Mac is just, like, they they tend to get the shaft in terms of most, like, gaming development. Do you ever think of games and Mac? Do you ever put those two words together in one sentence? Exactly. Unless you're bashing, unless you're making fun of? (laughs) Yeah. Like, ever. But, like, I just, I don't... 
I don't get it. Like, I really don't. I don't get either of them. I feel like I should, but at the same time, as somebody that, like, granted, I don't play a lot of mobile, but if I did, I'd probably just yeah. go for free mobile games. Like, not all of them are horrible. Granted, some of them yeah. are, like, 99% of them are pretty fucking trash, but... Oh, mo look, trust yeah. me, I have a podcast where all we do is review Peter... A lot more misses than hit. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. For Please listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like for me, and I, I know I've said this about Google Arcade before, Google Arcade to me makes a little bit more sense because, you know, you have the, the Apple TV and the MacBook and the, you know, iMac and iPod and um, iPhone and iPad, like all of these devices that play together really, really, really well. And with like the family subscription service, mm -hmm. you know, Jimmy can play on his iPod uh, or his iPhone, you know, however old Jimmy is and how bad of a parent you are. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was um, that was uncalled for. Um, but, uh, you know, like the whole idea of like being able to take these and just being for that, like that casual Mac family, like, well, I'll say that, say that since I'll, <laughs> that inherently sounds like really niche in my opinion, yeah. personally. There, well, I mean, like, there's a lot if, of, if I'm a casual family, I'm not going to own a Mac. Like there's, yeah, I'm thinking, I mean, I've That's... known a lot of people where in like my family went through it first in a time where it was like, we're just going to have Macs. And uh, I mean, the people, there are people who Shame. they have an Apple TV because they have an iPhone. Right. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. who, and that's who I think Apple arcade was designed for. Yeah. Um, this, I'm just like, mm, you know, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. And, and all I just see is, is like a direct retaliation. Apple has it. So we have to have something similar and try to be better. And I don't think they really, I think they didn't really do better. I think they just try to no. be bigger uh, for the mm -hmm. same price, um, which, you know, bigger yeah, isn't I mean, always better. Yeah, I mean, same exact price, right? That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to well, look at those prices and not be like, that's a direct retaliation. Yeah. I think if you look at those two prices and don't think that, <laughs> you, you might be a little crazy. <laughs> Even $199 for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... So, I mean, this is an option if you're gaming on a budget. Um, this is certainly an option. If any of our listeners or viewers uh, do check this out, report back to us, uh, like, on tw uh, Twitter or uh, send us or leave some uh, comments down below in YouTube because um, I'd be genuinely curious to know mm -hmm. what yeah, pe be... what people actually think of the Google mm -hmm. Play Pass. Um, it's yeah. likewise with, uh, Apple arcade. I've actually been tempted to go visit my parents just I... to try once, <laughs> once it's available on Apple TV, like just make an explicit weekend trip and be like, listen, I'm not really here oh for you guys. God. I'm here for your Apple TV. <laughs> I gotta know how all of this works. <laughs> exactly how my parents are too. Love you, mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I, I genuinely would be curious to see just how like, because because we're talking right now about like the Google Play Pass, 
and like the impact that that has on people but i'm really curious about the impact that either of them genuine like how many people care like that that at least that's the way i see it is like how many people really care about this because grant danny mm -hmm. you do don't get me wrong i understand that but like i don't care the slightest like I, I see it and i'm like it's a mobile subscription i guess i'd cool <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. trying to even find the games was a pain in the butt to even try to find what yeah. the games were to talk about. I was struggling. They're like, there's 350, but here's seven. Yeah. Well, yeah. it had the same problem as Apple Arcade. I'm like, the the layout for the page when I eventually found the page was pretty piss poor. And I'm like, and you're looking for it. Yeah. Right? Like, mm. how is someone going to stumble upon? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of problems. I mean, we talked about Apple Arcade uh, before. I mean, that last big announcement they had, yeah, um, where it had a lot of problems and like, who is this really for? And we could only really theorize. Um, and we still mm -hmm. are to this day. Yeah, exactly. I have a, I have a notebook just filled with notes on who I think these products are really for. Um, although I, I have a. I think I have a solid grasp on who I think they're really trying to get, but that's yeah. Um, mm -hmm. That's really about it on this. It seems. You guys have anything else on Google no, Play Pass? Please, please make the pain go away. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now this kind of gets into it, where you know, obviously everyone wants to have their own subscription service. Uh, everyone also mm -hmm. apparently wants to have their own fucking launcher <laughs> in gaming. Yeah. Um, uh, Rockstar Games released their own launcher this week, uh, which included for first time installers a free version of GTA San Andreas. Um, not as a bad the one. no, I don't think I mean, that's not a bad incentive. Um, I think it's nice that they they put out a, a retro game for, for that. Um, there, this hasn't uh gone. Um, like totally squeaky clean. Apparently, Rockstar has sneaked a version uh, of the launcher into an update for GTA 5 on Steam, um, <laughs> meaning some users had no choice in installing the launcher or not, uh, which also means that when they wanted to play the game and launch the game, um, they had two fucking launchers open. <laughs> on. Um uh, and this also apparently caused a bug where GTA 5 could not be played offline uh, for a period of time. I think right. that was fixed <laughs> earlier this week. Um, okay. Like within like the last 48 hours, I think that was completely fixed. Uh, so it, it just like obviously all these major pub publishers are looking for creating their own storefronts. I have a small list here um, that I wanted to yeah. read out to you guys of all the launchers I could think of uh, for PC. Mm -hmm. Blizzard Activision Battle.net, uh, Steam from Valve, obviously, uh, Epic Games Store, Microsoft has their own launcher, I believe, GOG yep. has Galaxy, mm -hmm. EA has Origin, Bethesda yep. came out with their own launcher. Oh, did they really? I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that. Which is, like, I think it's the yeah. exclusive way to play Fallout 76. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's oh, the only that's way it. to play I uh, didn't Fallout. touch that garbage. Uh, yeah, it's for the best. <laughs> you want to talk about it, Ryan? I'm still waiting. No. <laughs> Don't worry. I can, I can ruin this podcast. <laughs> Come on. We're having such a nice time. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft has their own launcher. They have a U mm -hmm. the Uplay launcher. You want to know who else who has a fucking launcher? Twitch. Yep. 
Twitch yeah. has their own launcher. The desktop uh, app mm-hmm. for Twitch also functions as a game launcher uh, for yeah. Yeah. Prime as well as some uploader. Yeah, as well as yes. a mod loader. Because it was game. they just rebranded the cursed app. Yeah, and their add-ons. Yeah. I use that for WoW. You, mm-hmm. I use chat yeah. on. Best, it's the best one. So also the old yeah, one. neither here nor there. That's just nine launchers. Just nine. That's just nine. Three. That's only nine. nine. Um. Scott. Maybe we can get us like uh, a Microsoft just mentioned bundle. just mentioned Discord. Well, that's yeah. true. Which they just got rid of all their games, though, right? Or they're getting rid of mm-hmm. all their Nitro stuff. Yeah, right? Nitro, Nitro they're getting rid yeah. of, but they're still uh, yeah. keeping the storefront and the launcher, I suppose. Oh, okay. So there's ten. Mm-hmm. There is ten <laughs> launchers that basically mm-hmm. everybody probably has. I mean, if you want to play Apex, you have to have Origin. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you want to play Overwatch or Modern Warfare or you know Hearthstone. Or wow, you have to have Battle.net. You want to play basically anything, you have to have Steam. Um, unless you want to play Fortnite, then you have to have Epic. Uh, <laughs> like, right? Like you. <laughs> yeah. So, I... and it makes well, like, sense. Uh, Go ahead. Blizzards. Yeah. They tried to turn Blizzards into like a social. You yeah. Know, which I think some of them are trying to do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I mean. <sighs> I don't really want to debate the merit of any of these. Uh, Tiff just mentioned mm-hmm. Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft has its own launcher oh, if you're playing yeah. the Bedrock version or the Java yeah. version, for sure. Yeah. Well, I feel like the the launcher for Minecraft is entirely different than every other one that we're talking yeah, about here. Because every other one was like a storefront. Yeah. yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it's a storefront. The launcher is just that. That's just it. It's a, it's a launcher for a game. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the launcher. Like the name employees, that what you're saying? <laughs> Trying to say something? <laughs> so, I mean, this obviously makes sense because the launcher also doubling as a storefront. Um, they uh, they don't have to do a revenue split with, like, Valve um, or with any other company. And then the other part of it is, like, say they wanted to get their game, if they wanted to do it through, like, GOG, it has to be mm-hmm. DRM-free. They can now fully control their DRM. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think launchers on their own are a form of DRM or at least is a way for them sure. to manage yeah. their DRM. Um, well, how many of these launchers I was trying to think I got five that I can think of. I know mm-hmm. for sure on my computer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have about the same amount. Yeah. I, I definitely don't have all of them. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. I don't currently have, I don't think I have galaxy installed. No, I um, have galaxy. yeah, but yeah, I, I have at least like you play steam epic yeah and uh, the twitch one uh, my wife plays like right now sims it's the only video game she plays so i have origin <laughs> of course which oh man every time it just sits there mocking me <laughs> yeah i i think the part that's just frustrating about these launchers is the inherent lack of quality that so many have like origin is a fantastic example for lack of quality for a launcher because that thing yeah. runs horrendously epics like, does too man i yeah ugh. no they're both absolutely horrid i totally agree to try to find the way to turn off the epic launcher from turning on when i start up my computer it took me forever i literally googled it <laughs> i couldn't yeah. figure it out i'm like oh oh horrible. man yeah i yeah. remember oh. i i right away with epic i actually figured out how to do that that was the first thing i'm like 
I don't even <laughs> know why I still have the Epic Games Launcher, honestly, because I haven't opened it in oh, months. I, I have mine just so I can get the free game whenever like they pick. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, the Batman games. I'm never gonna mm. play those again, but I want to make sure I have them. I think the last yeah. time I played it was, or the last time I opened it was when I got Subnautica for free, yeah. which is one of the first free games they put out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, and I mean, I'm not, it, I'm not interested in um, like Borderlands Three. So, Ren, that's probably the last mm. time you've opened up the Epic Store. Yeah, launcher. that's that's literally the only reason why I have the yeah. Epic Launcher. Actually, yeah. is just for Borderlands Three, and that's it. Um, yeah. But yeah so i don't know there, there's so many i i get why they're there don't get me wrong like obviously better revenue sharing just makes sense yeah, not everybody sure. wants to like revenue share with steam but at the same time as a consumer it's just annoying like mm. obviously i don't know i'm not surprised it, it's just for things like rockstar for example i personally feel they're very like money hungry like yeah. oh, the way what? that they do what? everything i there's i a reason why enough, they, uh, people the, will somehow yeah. manage to disagree with that oh dude there's <laughs> a like... reason why gta 6 is not out there's <laughs> exactly a exactly it's finished well, they no. have it locked up they're just not really <laughs> you mean the company I... that did a roundabout way of putting a pay to win death laser oh, in gta online <laughs> yep FYI, with Rockstar, we're talking about the wrong issue here. Red Dead Redemption 2 on the PC. What mm -hmm. what, what are right. you doing, Rockstar? Hey, look, You're going to yeah. launch a launcher and not put Red Dead... Re <sighs> See, I agree. I, I think like a launcher needs to have a unique purpose. Like The, the yeah. thing about Galaxy is the DRM-free. Like A lot of people really like that, and a lot of people mm -hmm. also really like it because inherently, just like the, the game's... What, what's the word I'm going for? Oh my god, I'm, I'm spacing it right now. Essentially, the games that they own, mm. that they actually own, are inherently cheaper there. So, like, you can get Witcher 3 for, like, nothing there. Yeah. And it's great. Phenomenal game. And I, I think that's really cool. Whereas getting it somewhere else just inherently is more expensive. It's a little bit more iffy and whatever. Yeah. But, like, when you go to Galaxy, you go for DRM-free. When you go to mm -hmm. Steam, you go for a nice, solid, general base of games. When you go to Epic, you go there because... You hate yourself. assholes and they lock every game up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Today's the day I'm gonna kill you, myself. You go oh, there. <laughs> you go there because uh, you pre-ordered or you kick-started uh, Shen Shenmue 3 and that's the only way you're gonna be able to play the fucking game. <laughs> Golly. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, like, I, I just have, like, some questions about... First off, like, obviously, how many fucking launchers is too many? What are the implications for everyone's fucking devices... How much space, hard drive space, are you, you know, taking up? How many, you know, is mm -hmm. it like a launcher like three gigs worth of space? Uh, do they bog right. it down yeah. with shit? Um, and depending on the way that they compress games, I know that's a really weird like tangent here, but like a good example of that is like a lot of PC games are inherently compressed when they're transferred over. Yeah, makes sense. Obviously, when it comes to like consoles, for example compression is a big issue which is why you'll see a lot of games be a significantly like bigger file size when you download them on like the xbox so for example fallout was like 40 gigs or something like that and then on uh on consoles it was like 60 or something like that like it was inherently bigger and like the way that they compress their games like am i downloading like a 10 gig game from steam or am i downloading like a 15 gig game from like uh, epic yeah like you know what i mean like really i feel like point. that's the thing it's very like tangential and like 
pretty niche, but like at the same time, that's still something like. Well, maybe it's niche for us, but it's not for some people. Right. For sure. no. Exactly. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, these Just are like... these are the kind of things that you know, our our whole thing about gaming on a budget. Um, you know, those those are things that yeah, your bandwidth costs money. You know, the mm -hmm. amount of bandwidth you have costs money. Yeah. Um, how fast your bandwidth can or how fast your internet is, you know. You pay mm -hmm. for that. Uh, the hard drive. Yep. I mean, if I have to buy another fucking hard drive because I, you know, need to have all these um, launchers to play these games, and some of the, you know, some of them are bigger and smaller, um, you know. Yep. The other part of it is how how does this affect? Uh, because this is all really happening on PC, right? Consoles and mm -hmm. seeing this. Mm -hmm. um, how does this affect your rig? You know, uh, if right. you how many you know if you're running one or two launchers probably not that bad but if you're mm -hmm. forgetful or you know just the act of turning on these you know closing these launchers and activating these launchers and then they have all this stuff mm -hmm. you know how much ram and resources does that take right. up at any given point in time um mm -hmm. you know like those yeah. little things are what adds up yeah. um yeah and then you have. I, I think it's just the general lack of quality assurance. That's really yeah. it. Because, like, a, a good example of that recently is, like, the Epic Games uh, cloud saves issue yeah, with Borderlands yeah. 3, where, like, they were getting deleted just because Epic Games. And it's like, okay, a lot of people got, like, really salty about that. Don't get me wrong. I totally get it. But, like, oh, I would, I is would that something it. that should be just a thing on a launcher? Like, you won't see that happen super often with Steam. Granted, there's issues with Steam. I'm not going to say yeah. they're, like, sane. Like, they're they're the best of all the garbage, which yeah. is not great. Like, that's cool. okay, I guess. You sell a little less, like, poop than the <laughs> other dude. Yeah, exactly. Still poop. Still poop. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Scott, I, I think, like, Scott from Budget Arcade I, I wouldn't have me about the Corsair game launcher. Corsair. It was an April Fool's joke, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think it was a game launcher for your game launchers. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it was. That was a good one. Good, good call, Scott. Good call, Scott. Oh um, man. But I mean, you you raise a really good point. I think um, with you know like the standard assurance. Um, I mean, is mm -hmm. the ESA going to regulate this? Is this going to be Hell like no? no. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. It's just a launcher in their eyes. Should like, they? Even if I don't think they should. I mean, I don't think that's. I, I, I honestly agree. Thing, I don't think that's but... necessarily in their boat. Like, I don't think. But that's isn't that on like Rockstar? Like, oh. hey, dude, you made a shitty launcher. Well, that right. makes me not want to play your game. To me, I mean, uh, industry trade groups have a mm -hmm. right. Because it's a free association, right? Like sure. nobody in the gaming industry really has to be a part of the ESA, right? Mm -hmm. This is um, okay, yeah, true. But do they really have an option at this <laughs> yeah, point? But right? here, here's my, that's like saying, like saying you don't have okay. to send your movie to the uh, <laughs> MPAA, but like if you don't. But we'll here's know. here's what I'm saying though is because it's a voluntary thing i think the esa could be like hey like these are just the standards other okay. trade groups do mm -hmm. that where they say hey these are the standards of the industry that you have okay. to meet right that happens i mean that happens in radio i mean right now it's the national radio show where you know they talk mm -hmm. about like the the okay. standards they have to meet granted radio is a little bit different because the fcc and the government are involved but like it happens in right. tv it happens in you know it happens with all these yeah. other trade groups. I think that if this is a trade organization that 
is there to kind of keep like the industry somewhat in check they can they can be like hey these are the standards we'll create like your launcher has to do this 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 and this can't do this Mm -hmm. and we're just going to create a um standard form of compression right because i mean podcasting does that Um, yeah i was gonna say yeah that's what they're Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like the standard, the standards for podcasting is uh, for loud, you know, like loudness units. It's negative loops. Uh, I thought it was negative 16. 16. I think it is. I think it's negative 16 loops. I only podcast as a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but you know, that uh, YouTube is like really uh, the stand industry standard for YouTube videos is um you know hd 720 or above uh the video codec being h uh h2.624 or something like that that's the video codec that you uh, export in um mm-hmm. so i mean yeah i think there i think there is like a reasonable expectation that maybe they could do that and i really would hope that they just have like standard set be like yeah you guys have to do this this and this you know that's mm-hmm. You have to have a storefront. You have to um, every file that or everything that uh, has a price tag on it has to have like a .exe or a .exe. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, everything has to be there. Um, this is going to be the way that you guys compress your files for download for consumers, so that um, you know, the, you know, the same game that's on one launcher is not five gigs larger than on another launcher Mm -hmm. i I think those i think those are reasonable things and i think they should be if everyone's going to have a launcher they have to have they have to like meet some sort of reasonable standards set by the industry i think i don't think we're going to have that though until we have two yeah yeah right yeah we're not at we're not pink peak launch launcher (laughs) number yet right yeah what is pink launcher number oh exactly i have no idea what is it for you guys Oh, for me, I mean, honestly, I don't really care like super much. Like mm-hmm. I, I keep all my launchers in a very specific area. So that way, like they're they're not clogging up my computer personally, at least for me. Like I know where they're at and I know they're like out of place and they're not going to be just like all over yeah. the place. Like they're not on my desktop with like 20 different launchers. It's all like, hey, which one do you want to play today? And it's like, mm, no, but uh, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I haven't given it a lot of thought until we talked about it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got like seven launcher. Yeah. Right. You know, so I guess I'm not affected yet. Mm-hmm. I find it annoying now that I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that's kind of annoying. But like, I, I can't get rid of any of them. I use yeah. them all at some point, you know? Yeah. I think for me, I mean, my biggest issue is, OK, fine, I can have this many. It's yeah, when there's mm-hmm. like a difference between like compression and file download and, you mm-hmm. know, server. But normal people don't think that. Yeah. Either, you know, like. Right. Yeah. But I mean, those are the issues that they they don't think about until it's really, really bad. Until it's too late. Until yeah. it's too late. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So those are the issues that need to be addressed early on, um, because I mean, that's just what kind of needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think another thing is like when you talked about uh, how they just kind of sneaked in the launcher yeah. for GTA. Like, what else are they sneaking in? Yeah, that, that's oh, for sure, right? That that's the other big thing. Like, okay, you you decided to like I need this, mm-hmm. even though that wasn't exactly clearly stated. So what else are you thinking I need? Yeah, my, like, I, don't, I know I don't want my game to turn into shovelware. Like I don't. No, I'm good. 
Yeah. <laughs> My note I said is if I wrote is if Steam lets them do this, then that's the bigger issue. Is Steam allowing yeah. them to do this to you? Right. So I think you're right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there. I mean, Steam has a problem where they just they have like all this power with in steam itself like there was a couple weeks ago where it was talking about like yeah you can't just have like a steam store page and then not launch on steam like that was like a clause Mm -hmm. but it's like just steam doesn't seem to have the balls to actually fight that battle with like epic because that was the whole thing was like um i think it was like shenmue 3 was the like very specific example where it's like yeah or uh, borderlands 3 or something like that where it's like yeah yeah, they have steam pages but they're not available on steam but they're available on uh other platforms steam has a parody clause yeah um i'd actually like to see steam's tos on on that i wonder if we could dig it up at some point um but yeah it's like do you guys actually valve do you actually have the balls to enforce anything right now like are you willing to fight those fights it doesn't feel like it um or is it because of how valve structure is they they can't because valve's structure they they claim they're not like top down they're like a horizontal company so that's why like mm-hmm. that's why they're always seeming to have like these random projects yeah because yeah you know this person that makes a lot of sense like yeah. when you think about like all the recent things that steam has launched like you, you notice they haven't done an entire steam overhaul they like randomly overhaul like the friends list and then yeah. they'll throw yeah. in broadcasting and then yeah. like all this weird shit that yeah. like some people might like like friend the friend and then list they put out okay, artifact but like the broadcasting yeah. makes no sense mm. yeah and then artifact is just like in its own little yeah we don't talk about weird they're weird and somewhere there's just one guy working on half-life 3 (laughs) yeah so yeah that that's been like a question i've had for a little while i'm like is it like the structure of valve that makes it so they are like i gotta think it is yeah it is like gabe newell and not talking to his lawyers because like you know because it's just like his lawyers are uh, working yeah. on uh uh portal 3 mm-hmm. oh I'm, I'm cool with that i'm cool with portal 3 yeah because <laughs> of like the structure it's like a boneless jellyfish well the structure of valve to me comes off of, they, they'll be the dethroned yeah mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. just a matter of time because yeah they, it's just too are. erratic yeah like there's Unless no they sense of consistency Mm-hmm. yeah i mean and not that i'm rooting for like epic but mm-hmm. dude they're throwing money left and right at yeah i mean yeah. they just threw like however millions of dollars at this this one game right i don't even remember what game it was i just saw the number mm-hmm. and you're like that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah i mean i mean that's that fortnite money man i don't know i i think ruining I th- computer games <laughs> i think you're totally right though i think that steam definitely is gonna get three de- dethroned at some oh, point sure? because like as a consumer, like, Steam isn't that great. Like, I just said it not that long ago, but really, like, it is the best of the trash. Like, yeah. there's not... All when of you, it's just bad you with different of degrees of bad. Put a little bit of poop in the brownie mix, and then you bake it. <laughs> just a little bit of poop. Just a little bit. You still gonna eat that <laughs> yeah. poop? Poop brownie? No. Still a poop brownie, yeah. man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there, there's gotta be, like, something 
there, there's gotta be something that turns out better than Steam. Like, I can't imagine Steam being the highest echelon. They've just been there for so long that it seems weird to think. Yeah. You know. I think yeah. GOG and is going to be, like, the hardcore gamer choice. I think something mm -hmm. else is going to be, like, the most, like, widely like accepted. But I think GOG is yeah. going to be the, um, the, like, the, yeah. I'm a real gamer choice. Oof. Yeah. Like, the way I see it is that if Epic, personally, in my opinion, if Epic didn't throw their money at exclusives and instead worked on making a crazy good launcher, like, a crazy good marketplace launcher, like, that, I that would be a fair contender yeah. like regardless of how people feel about Fortnite, because that's tends to be what a lot of people base their epic game launch which is so crazy on, is explicitly Fortnite. they've made a crap but, of money off Fortnite, so like they're doing <laughs> something right yeah yeah they have the funds to like build something better but they just don't i don't yeah. know it's dumb Good. <laughs> it's dumb. well and it's also like the broken promises with with mm -hmm. the, like Randy yeah. Pitchford is probably uh, enjoying his uh, crow pie um, <laughs> with his butt stallion, <laughs> his diamond pony. <laughs> yeah, he's probably really enjoying um, eating his own words when it came to the uh, Epic Games launcher it, in regards to oh, about how it's gonna be better. Yeah, better by the release yeah. of Borderlands Three, and then they're like. Yeah, guys, we're just going to abandon our roadmap. You'll hear more from us later. <laughs> or you yeah. won't. It doesn't really matter. If yeah, really better is matter. literally just allowing preloading for Borderlands 3, then sure. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, man. Um, I mean, any other thoughts on this particular topic at all, guys? I'm good. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm good as well. I'm out. <laughs> I think we'll uh, launch think on I'm out of here. Steam. Ooh, that was that was so much better than mine. So much better than mine. Oh, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so uh, we'll end the show here. Um, let's start with you, uh, Elliot. What is coming up in uh, your content world, and where can people find it? Uh, you can find Tessa and Elliot argue on Sundays. We drop on Sundays at all those podcast places. Uh, Budget Arcade. We just had a new episode come out tonight where we talked about it. Talked with a guy from uh, Phoenix Labs. They make Dauntless. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely our best interview we've done so far. It was a really he's super chill dude. Uh, and then Walpole comes out on Tuesdays as well. Uh, and again, a quote from one of my co-hosts. Walpole is. One man who's dead inside, one man who wishes he was dead, and one almost man. That's helpful. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, my God. Awesome. Uh, where else can people uh, find you? You have, like, a Twitter, Instagram, whatever? Oh, yeah. I'm at uh, Twitter, Elliot underscore argues. Um, uh, Tessa, Elliot, argue com, where we post. I post most of our stuff. So there you go. BudgetArcade.com too now. There you go, Scott. Don't have to send me a text back. <laughs> Let me know I screw that up. Um, so there you go. Awesome. Oh man, right on. Yeah. Uh, Ren, what is coming yeah, up that on means... your channel? And uh, tell the people where they can find it. So tomorrow, I'm actually considering uh, jumping into Witcher Three again. I jumped into it uh, like last year, I believe, and I beat it. And that game is so. Good. That game is so, so good. good. Did you read any of the books? <gasps> I didn't. I really want to. Hey, I genuinely so really want to. So good, dude. 
Oh my god. Oh, but yeah, oh tomorrow we're probably gonna be starting up Witcher 3. Um we're gonna be jumping into that. Um I might actually start streaming tonight, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um probably around like seven, so maybe in like thirty minutes, maybe. Um and we're probably gonna play some Minecraft, we'll see. Uh but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions with two Z's because I'm dumb and I can't spell my own name. That's me. <laughs> uh <laughs> Coming up for me, uh, we'll do some gaming this week. Um, possibly some Minecraft and Insurgency, uh, Sandstorm. I forgot to mention, uh, apparently they added a rotating arcade mode, essentially. Uh, there's mm -hmm. been a game mode I've been enjoying that they added. It's bolt actions only, uh, which is frustrating and fun at the, very, at the same time. Um, <laughs> I have been looking for some new stuff to do for October, so look forward to some of that stuff. Um, otherwise I started a new podcast, which is on Mondays. It's called Boko cast. It's me and switchblade kittens geeking out about, uh, Boko no hero, AKA my hero academia. Uh, so you guys can find that on all the podcast platforms or just join us live 6 PM central standard time, uh, on Mondays. Uh, we talked about, uh, season one and like our react, you know, our thoughts and feelings about the anime as a whole. Uh, we're talking about season two and hopefully by the time, uh, by the time we get done with season three, uh, it'll be time for season four to premiere and then we'll just go episode by episode. Very um, cool. right on. So just something really dweeby. Um, other than that, uh, if you guys enjoyed the show, please tell a friend you guys, uh, can, if you missed any part of the show, uh, you can find the show on YouTube. You can watch the VOD on Twitch. Um, you can also listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Swoot, TuneIn, basically anywhere podcasts are found. We are there. If you have a very specific podcast app that you like and we're not there, let us know. We would love to be wherever you are. Uh, you can also connect with us on Twitter at NTNPod. Um, and did I forget anything, Ryan? I think we're good. No, I think we're good. Awesome. Well, guys, until next week... We will see you later. Bye. Bye, everybody. If you enjoyed the podcast, feel free to stop on in at our individual Twitch channels at twitch.tv forward slash renditions and twitch.tv forward slash Drop a follow and feel free to stop on in.